0: Welcome! It is January 2023. We are in a new year, people. This is your girl, Nick Austin, here at Coro is a Crush. I cannot believe that Season 2 is over. We are getting ready to go into Season 3, starting February the 1st, 2023. And with Season 3, we are coming with some new projects. Not only are we still are we keeping Expand Your Empire, which was one of the most highest-rated series on my podcast, but we are also coming with The Comfort Zone, hosted by none other than myself, and I'm bringing my husband on, William Austin. We are going to talk about different topics, such as love, sex, relationships, and family. So make sure that you get ready for season three, because season three is about to be a wonderful eye-opener, and we're going to have mad fun. In the meantime, I'm going to give you all January, which is my birthday month, shout out to all my Aquarians in the house, I'm going to give you the best of season two of Koro is a Crush, and I want you to enjoy yourself, I want you to get your laugh on, if you need motivation, this is the podcast to listen to, and I'm just so excited thank you so much for your support we are now being heard in 18 countries all over the world we are continuing to do the work that God has put us in position for we are going to continue to keep ministering to you so that way you can learn how to live your best life and learn how to become a better version of yourselves again season two the best of Season 2 of Korra is a Crush. All January. Season 3 starts February the 1st, 2023. With the new episodes from the Expand Your Empire series. And our newest project, The Comfort Zone. So y'all better get ready for all the laughs that we are coming with. Because I'm telling you now, my husband and I, when we get together, we are powerful. But we are also funny and we are honest. So, get ready, get ready, get ready. I can't wait to see... What season three is going to be about. Take care and be blessed. What's up, babes? It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Nick Austin, and this is Coro is a Crush. Welcome to another episode of Koro is a Crush. I'm Nick Austin, the CEO and founder of Koro, a home-based beauty wellness and design shop providing premium high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and home decor that we know you'll fall in love with, all while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coro is a Crush. Today's episode is called House of Black Fashion. On today's series, Expand Your Empire, we're gonna talk about owning a business in fashion and encouraging people to shop with black designers. I'm really excited about this topic because I think it's something that's really important to the fashion industry and to our culture as a whole. When I was growing up, my aunt used to always tell me, buy black. She said it so much that it became a joke between us. But now that I'm older and more conscious of what's going on in the world and being a business owner myself, I realized how serious she was about this advice. There are so many brands that are owned by white people who are only interested in selling their products to other white people. And they're also often not very good at making clothes. So if you want high-quality clothing that actually fits well and looks good on your body type, then you should buy from Black Designers. I know, I know, I know, y'all. It can be hard sometimes when you don't know where to start. But there are so many different designers out there, and don't you worry, because I'm about to lay it out on the line for y'all. So a few weeks ago, my husband and I attended the Foster Beauty Fashion Show here in Virginia Beach and it was so dope. There were black designers that participated and ripped the runway with their fashion designs and they're here from Virginia as well as from Maryland. Let me share with you who they are and how you can find and follow them. First off, we started with Dream Closet by Kenyatta Gay. You can follow her on Instagram at Your Dream Closet Fr. Website is um is uh, girlsdreamcloset.com. Once again, that is a girlsdreamcloset.com. There's high-end rebel by Shardai. die. Um, her Instagram is I am underscore high-end rebel. Visit their website at highendrebel.com. Then there's Fixed by tricks, just like the cereal. And that is owned by Trixie. You can follow her at Fixed by Trix. Visit their shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Fix by tricks. Then there's Knife void by cj woodward you can visit them at um ninthvoid.com and follow them on instagram at ninth the number nine th void underscore apparel then there's house of all by marquel bunch you can follow them at awesome house of aw. that's a w e go to their website at R.com. Once again, that is mason, M A I S O N, D E R A W E.com. Then there's Bad Joy Customs and Apparel by Toshara Braxton. You can follow them on Instagram at Bad Joy Customs or you can visit their website at BadJoyCustoms.com. And nonetheless, last but not least, there's mikhail by Markel Bowden. And you can follow them at Nickel, the Brand on Instagram. Also visit their website at Nikkels.com. Once again, that is Nickels, spell spelled dot scom So, what do they all have in common? Number one, they're all black designers. Number two, the majority of them are from Virginia. And number three, I do have one of these designers on my podcast today as my guest host. So today's guest is... The lovely Markel Bowden, founder of Nickel, which is a clothing brand that specializes in made to order garments for young adult transitters. Transitters, excuse me. She's here to tell us about how she's expanded her empire in a way that stays true to her, the work she does, how she started her business, and what it was like when she first got started. We cannot wait to hear from her. So, without further ado, here is our guest. Miss Markel Bowden from Nikels. Good morning, love. How you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. So great that you are awesome um awesome enough to just say, you know what? I'm going to take the risk. So I thank you for taking the risk to be featured on my podcast. No problem at all. Like I'm super excited to do this. Like uh, I'm overjoyed. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and that is the good part because I That's the feeling I want people to have when they are on my podcast. I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to be yourself because I am myself 24, 752, 365. And my podcast community knows I have no filter. I have no filter. That's why they call me the truth speaker, because I speak the truth, whether you want to hear it or not, because all of the truth does not come from me. It comes from God. So I thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and actually being featured on this episode, talking about the house of black fashion and how we as black people need to learn how to shop with each other more often so we can keep that money circulating within our community. So, um, I have about 10 questions for you and okay. they're pretty easy questions, you know? Okay. So the first question that I have for you is this, what is a fun fact about you that other people may not know?
1: Ooh, let me think, let me think. Um,
0: okay. Well.
1: I think a lot of people know this, but I'm a legacy kid that went to Virginia State. Um, my grandma went to Virginia State, my aunts, my uncles, my mom. So, I'm a whole legacy kid that went to Virginia State. I graduated in 2020, uh, the year of the pandemic. So, shout out my pandemic graduates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yes, I love my HBCU. <laughs> wow, Virginia State. I worked um, at Virginia State back in, oh Lord, when was it? I think almost, I think it was back in 20, 2011, 2012. I worked at the School of Agriculture at Virginia State. Okay. And I have a cousin that just graduated from Virginia State December last year, so wow yeah and from where i'm from i'm originally from Farmville, virginia so uh virginia state university is very 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 prominent in my hometown they have worked alongside with my high school principal county um high school with their cheerleaders as well as with their marching band so virginia state that's that's what i know but i'm sorry to bust you all bubble for those who went to Virginia State but I am an alumni from Virginia Union University so I'm sorry but I'm not meant to like state people (laughs) but then to turn around and work in Virginia State yeah hey it was a job I did my job I fulfilled my duties I'm no longer there no more praise the Lord I'm good But I do have a coat that says VXU. Oh, oh, there it is. See, we rubbed off you on you a little bit. You know, yeah.
1: to, we kind
0: of gave you a little Trojan love. <laughs> a smidget. I, I'm telling you, a smidget. You know, let me use my word that I like to use. Just a skosh. Just a skosh. <laughs> Just a skosh of Trojan love right there. i
1: than that. next. <laughs> We
0: will take it. We will take it. Okay. Other than that, I'm sorry. I represent Virginia Union and Liberty University. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Okay. No problem. No problem. (laughs) Alrighty. So uh, the next question that I have for you is this. How did you get into the career of wanting to be a fashion designer? Okay so i wanted to be a
1: fashion designer for a long time i want to say like even in my like adolescent years like when i was like 13 14 um i started designing like shoes that's where it all kind of started um i would like have like millions of sketchbooks and like um drawing pads all over the house with like shoe designs because um at the time I was heavily influenced by Angela and Vanessa Simmons, who started their pastry line. And I had watched the whole episode of the background of how they started. And I was like, wait a minute, that's possible? Like a black girl can have like a shoe? Like she can have her own shoe line." Right. And so from there, I was like, okay, well, I mean, if they can do it, I think I can do it too. So It started with me designing shoes. And then um, every summer, me and my sister, we would learn how to sew from our grandma. Like she had us making aprons, dresses, just to keep us busy. So by the time I got like 15 or 16, it started to click. And I'm like, wait, I might want to be a fashion designer. (laughs) And so from there, I just kind of took it and ran with it. Um, I started teaching myself how to do, like, fashion illustration for clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, Then that led to me actually, like, doing little sewing projects just to see um, where my skills were and kind of take it to the next level. Um, In college, I was taking more, like, fashion classes, sewing classes, and then by the time I got to college, it was like, oh, yeah, I already know what I want to major in. I already know what I want to do. And for the longest time, I would tell people, they'd be like, oh, so what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, the CEO of my own clothing brand. There it is. And and so once I told my mom, she's like one of those Black parents that's like, okay, if this is what you're going to do, I'm going to support you. So the way she would introduce me and my sister, she would like, "Uh, this is my CEO of her clothing brand. And at the time, my sister, she wanted to be a doctor. She was like, and this is my doctor. <laughs> so with having like that whole uh, affirmation from your mom, <laughs> like, you know, you got to walk it out now. <laughs> so here I am today <laughs> and where I'm like actually in it. I started my business in 2020 and yes, the heart of the pandemic because I don't know for that year. That whole year, it kind of clicked in my head, like, what am I really waiting for to start this brand? Right. Like, when when is it going to be the right time? So I kind of threw caution to the wind and was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to just start it. Lord, guide me on it. We're going to do it. I've been talking about this for years. Let's do it. So ever since 2020,
0: I have started (laughs) Mikael. and i think that is awesome because a lot of us started businesses in the pandemic my business started december 2020 so i was coming off the tail end yeah and so i i i'm just amazed at how many of us black women started businesses during the pandemic and are still here there are so many women that started businesses that decided to just give it up because they could not go through the importance of having patience right that timeline of having patience from beginning to like where we at now Mm -hmm. that is the biggest struggle of being a business owner and yes we have our ups and downs but if you have patience like I tell my people all the time you know if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you can move mountains yeah because we are still holding on to that mustard seed We are still moving mountains as we continue to pursue our businesses and continue to keep educating ourselves about what it is that we want to learn in our business, what it is that we need to do better in our business. Like for me, I have a personal nail business. That's my, that's my focus. So I've been doing, I've been doing nails since I was four with Mm -hmm. my father. He was a diabetic. So the first thing I did was pedicures. Mm-hmm. I love feet I have an obsession with it yeah. so after that the nails came that came from my mom because she always had her nails done and then yeah. I would get my nails done and then I became a certified nail technician in 2014 I'm also licensed so if I wanted to go into the shops or open up a shop I could but because mm-hmm. of my son having asthma that's when I turned to press on nails and I said there's got to be something that I can do to help generate income in my family because my husband he's doing it all but i got this mindset that i didn't want him to do everything because that's not what i saw in my household even though my father was disabled my father still had a side hustle and my mother was the breadwinner so mm-hmm. i'm looking at it from that standpoint where i want to be my husband's helpmate so therefore i created coro mm-hmm. and it has grew to where it's at today just like yours yes <laughs> business. and i'm pretty proud of it i mean we have a few setbacks that's what we go through as business owners we have setbacks but we do not allow those setbacks to deter us from where we're trying to get to in our future those setbacks is just minor it's mm-hmm. not a uh, what's the word i'm going to use it's not a definite and right. a lot of these business owners that start businesses they think that when they have a one, one setback Yep. <laughs> like it's all going to end. <laughs> it ain't meant to be. <laughs> and not realizing that sometimes being a business owner it is okay that we start off in one area but we may get redirected to go into another area it is okay that as business owners we start a business and we may have failed at it so many times that when we come with this last business it actually works right so i I challenge my business owners that may be listening So, you know, if you have started your business and you feel like giving up, no, just keep going. Just keep Mm -hmm. going. Because Amazon, I'm thinking of the big ones. Amazon, Apple, and Twitter did not stop when their systems did not work. Mm -hmm. They just figured out a different system Mm -hmm. and kept going. And to be in the big companies that that they are today, which are the mindset that a lot of us small business owners are trying to get to now. We're trying to get to those levels. I know I am. (laughs)
1: yeah <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
0: so I'm, I'm trying to get to those levels and i don't care how long it takes mm-hmm. i refuse to work for somebody else i'd rather work for me that's that, at the end of the day that's where i'm at yes <laughs> yes definitely that is where i'm at so another question that i have for you is this what are some of the challenges that you may face as a woman entrepreneur hmm I will definitely say, especially in
1: our industry, it still seems like it's a male dominant industry where um, more men they get more. I won't say more eyes on their brand, but it's it just seems like there's more of a challenge for a female to get her brand out there when it's just her doing it. Um, definitely a patience and like waiting for you know everything to make sense and still having the faith that everything is going to come together because that was one thing i did struggle with in the beginning because i was like okay i have this amazing brand i have these amazing clothes that i make designed by hand okay why ain't nobody like really paying attention and then I go on like Instagram or something and somebody got like thousands of views <laughs> and I'm like wait a minute what am I doing wrong so it was more so um I also had a challenge with um, confidence where it was like okay this is your brand you can't you know, compared to somebody else's. This is your thing. Don't compare your level to what they're at, their level. This is your journey. So that was one big lesson I had to face and um, realize. Um, Another challenge, I'm gonna say, is just being motivated, even when I didn't feel like it, to keep going. Even when things look rocky. (laughs) and when i didn't know where finances were gonna come to fund the next collection just keep in faith and be like lord right <laughs> i know you sent me this vision but um uh, uh you gonna provide some provision for the vision <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. so just having like some of those challenges and working through those i would say has been like my biggest challenges that i have been like still working through and overcoming
0: right uh, i think all, well you know what i don't think all of us Regardless of what race we are, um, I would say more women than men. We always have this idea of always comparing ourselves to other people in our industry. I know I do. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't, because I still do. It's just not as heavy as it used to be. (laughs) And I can say that now. I think I am growing. Yes. I can say that now. I couldn't say that before. God, no, I tell you, I couldn't say that before. My people can tell you, no, she couldn't say that before, but she can say it now, yes. So I can honestly say that um, that's where I come in and start motivating people and start inspiring people and just letting them know, hey, I know what you're going through i see what you're going through, but i'm here to tell you that everything is going to be okay i'm gonna hold your hand if you let me and we're going to get through this together so i'm I'm saying that to you (laughs) (laughs) i'm receiving it i'm receiving it (laughs) i'm saying that to you i'm gonna hold your hand and we're gonna get through this together even though we are in two different industries at the top of the food chain we are still under beauty and fashion yeah so we are still together we may we're just in different roles right so I completely understand how you feel when you're sitting there on Instagram because Instagram can mess you up mentally yes you looking on Instagram <clears throat> you see your competition uh-huh. getting more likes than you yeah but what I had to learn from taking free courses from five not five but six and seven figure people mm-hmm. is that um, they may be getting the lights but check their engagement. Right. Because at the end of the day, Instagram wants engagement. They don't care about your likes. They don't mm-hmm. care about your followers. They want to see, is anybody engaging with you? So we can move you up the line more up the ladder in Instagram. Right. So I'm telling you, check your engagement. If your engagement is high, but your likes are low, that means that people are watching. Right. And they are paying attention. They are engaging with you. Which is what you want because then Instagram is going to move you up and put you in higher places where more people can follow you and you will be able to gather those organic followers like that you want. So that's what I share with you. So I'm just dropping the gym. I, I, listen, I'm picking the gym up and putting it in a bag. Okay. <laughs> but I'm dropping the gym. So, we're going to be dropping gems throughout this whole entire- I'm going to be collecting, I'm going to collect them. And just check it out, see if it works and just, okay. and just let I've, me know. I've okay, uh, another question I have for you, since you talk about your challenges that you face as a woman entrepreneur, tell me, have you ever experienced any challenges that you have faced as a female in your industry? Oh okay
1: for one i will say trying to find well in the beginning um i reached out to this one person that was um well that is still a fashion designer and i'm gonna not use any names nothing nobody but I had reached out to this person because, you know, they were doing so good in their brand. They were doing almost the same thing that I was doing. So I'm like, well, hey, you want to be a mentor for me? You know, kind of give me some little tidbits on how you run your brand, how I should go about doing this. And so that person was like, yeah, no, like politely, no. and. I'm not gonna lie, it did hurt, it really did, because I'm like, okay, like, I was just trying to learn, I wasn't trying to come for your business, I wasn't trying to, like, be on some sneaky type stuff and steal your stuff, no, I just wanted to be a learning person and for me to just be a sponge and soak up all the information, right, that's all, so, um between that person saying no, and then kind of going through this motion of finding somebody that, you know, could teach me all these things. And so I basically just went to YouTube and just looked at other business owners on their um, channels, either talking to other business owners that I knew that were had their own fashion brands and kind of just learning that way. Because I mean I don't wanna say there's some people out here that genuinely don't wanna help you, but it it makes it's like okay, if you're black and I'm black and we're trying to strive for the same goal, why not help each other? Right. Get the same thing. And that's one thing I dislike about our culture sometimes it's like okay just because you're here and i'm here why can't we just come together to help each other out we don't have to be at odds we don't have to be at competition with each other if we're still trying to aim for the same goal
0: that's right and i agree wholeheartedly and i can actually relate when i got started doing press on nails i went to five different women before I met my mentor, and Mm -hmm. all of them would not respond back to me. But when I met my mentor, just by her being in my feed, like, I don't even know how she got there. She just showed up. And I messaged her in the comments and told her that her nails are beautiful. I wanted to know, can you help me? And I'm hoping that you can. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I want to start a press on nail business. Can you show me the ins and outs of how to do a press on nail business she said absolutely let me send you a dm and me and her have been tight ever since she has yeah. been on my podcast i have been um a cus- i am a customer of her as well as she's a customer of me Man. now here's the crazy part we both sell similar stuff <laughs> Oh my goodness. I sell press on nails, she sells press on nails. I sell lip gloss, she sells lip gloss. I sell lashes, she sells lashes. But what separates us is that I focus more on um nail care, she focuses on hair care because she sells hair care, care products i sell more of the nail care products so when we link together we have done a collaboration this year we have collaborated and created a nail set together where i do nails i did a set of nails she did a set of toenails i don't offer toenails so that's what she did and that collection is called comico Ooh. and oh yeah you need to check it out on the website <laughs> <I bet laughs> on the app. yeah and so the collection is called comico and we were actually the first in our tribe in our community mm-hmm. to do a collaboration where we sell similar items so when we talk to people whether we on instagram or we're in clubhouse or we're on TikTok, we are always sharing with our community collaboration over competition right and that is like the phrase for 2022 and mm-hmm. i stand by that phrase because i came to her at a time where I wanted to do her pop-ups because she does virtual pop-ups. That's what she hosts. She hosts virtual pop-ups. And Mm -hmm. I told her, I want to participate in your pop-up so bad, but I don't want people to think I'm trying to take away your customers or take away your credibility. And it offended her. Yeah. She got offended by me saying that. Yeah. And so what she did to rectify the situation, we collaborated and created a nail set together. I like that. I love that. Yeah, and now we're getting ready to host a virtual book club together. So we, the main thing that we try to showcase to people is, even though she's been in her business three years and I've only been in my business for almost a year and a half, I am almost on her level as far as credibility. And I moved fast doing it because I'm like, if she's my mentor, and if xyz is working for her then i got to say xyz has to work for me because we're doing the same things and the proof is in the pudding whatever worked for her is now working for me now what separates us now she has a magazine and i have a podcast My magazine comes out next year of January, 2023. And I don't know if she's going to do a podcast, but I do know she may be in the works of creating a university for small business owners. And I know we have talked about this plenty, plenty of times. That she needs to be a a coach to mentor other small business owners i know wanting to create a university was an idea my husband wanted me to do and i said nah that's just too much work i love to teach but i'd rather teach with a group of other people like we all create this university together instead of me just doing it for myself because i believe in sharing information instead of withholding information right a lot of us in the black community We are so scared And I don't know where this idea Came from that sharing information With somebody is going To lower your standards No it's not It Mm -hmm. actually helps build credibility Because not only are people going to come to you But that actually makes you look Super smart in your industry Mm -hmm. That gives you authority In your industry to say Yeah I know XYZ But if I don't know it here's the next best person. So right. that's how me and her operate. If she doesn't know something, she's coming to me. If I don't know something, I go to her. If you don't know something, we go to somebody outside of our industry. But that's how we operate together. So I can definitely relate to where you was looking for a mentor. Yeah, I was, took, took me five times. And what yeah. she did it was she told me exactly what it is that she told me exactly what it is that I needed to purchase what Facebook groups to get into, who I may need to contact, blah, 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 She she did it all. And to this day, I greatly, greatly appreciate the fact that she went out of her way to do that for me because not a lot of people will do that. Exactly at all and i'm just fortunate that i was one of the lucky ones that she was able to help and she's helping people every single day um y'all in the podcast world y'all know exactly what i'm talking about miss k cole from karma's paradise make sure you go and follow her she she is awesome you talking about you need to expand your horizons and expand your empire she can help you expand her she can help you expand your empire by putting you in different communities that we are all affiliated with to help get your brand out there even more. So make sure you go check that out. That's another gem. I'm passing it to you. I hope you catch it. There it is. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um definitely, definitely uh, check her out. Uh, another question that I have for you is this. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the biggest difficulty that women face as entrepreneurs? You may have already answered this with the previous question that I just gave you.
1: I'll say one, definitely comparing ourselves. That's the definite. Um, i think that one for me. That's the biggest one because it holds so much weight. to it. it it had so much weight to it and that's something I still still battle with today with um with my brand because like we are in the whole social media world where everything is on social media so it's hard well it's easy to get wrapped up in it and start mentally doubting yourself so I'll definitely say um working on insecurities while you're doing your brand and just keeping you know your mission in the forefront what you as initially established your business to be about um for the longest time um we talked about this a little bit i had to revamp so much stuff with my brand um when i first got started because it was more like okay i got a brand okay cool. I've been wanting to do this for a minute. What I do now? Right, right, right. (laughs) Like, I was good on the creative side, but there was so much for me to learn business wise. So I would say, um, like, Definitely um, knowing that I don't know everything and that, you know, looking for outside help, whether that be attending master classes or reading books about uh, finances for businesses, um, how to operate a business, just things like that. And just recognizing, okay, this may be an opportunity for me, but you know what? I'm going to get
0: better at it. So, Yeah, I hope that answered the question. Oh yeah, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Because you know, a lot of us don't even want to say that we are wrong as business owners once we find out some valid information. And not Mm -hmm. all information is good information for us. Right. Sometimes we like, okay, for example, is this. My information, the majority of my information comes from everybody. I I don't care what race you are. But I do know that sometimes I may withhold information and the only reason why I may withhold information is if I think somebody is trying to tell me something and I'm telling them the information and they're going to tell me that I'm wrong or they may know they may think they know more than me so I just pipe down fall back and don't right. say a word right. Right. you know what you had that. I'm going to be over here let me know how that worked for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> just let me know how that works for you all right now I'm telling you this is what I'm learning and how this can benefit all of us and you go to ta- uh-uh nope hmm so mm-hmm. I would yeah I would say yes you did you did answer the question and rebranding is good yes rebranding is a good thing I rebranded my business once mm-hmm. and I start nope excuse me twice i originally started my business april 2020 under another name okay september 2020 god gave me koro yes. december 2020 is when the world found out who Coro was so i rebrand i rebranded it twice by yeah by june 2021 i had my colors but i changed it to navy blue and rose gold which has a more significance of who i am as a person versus the colors that i originally had so rebranding is great it mm-hmm. really is i actually love rebranding i like to help other small business owners help rebrand their businesses especially if they've had a logo for a long time or if they wanted to change colors and they just don't know which way to go so i don't market myself i used to but i do help out small business owners with rebranding sessions and stuff like that so yeah yes i'm branding
1: as well too because it's like once you have that new information it's like okay let me go ahead and apply it let me see what this actually can do for my brand and I, I think i went through rebranding like twice same as you um because the logo that i used to have i don't have that number somebody um rebranded and did all that for me and which I didn't even think, thought I needed it at the time, but the person was like, listen, this is what I do for a living and I'm going to help you. And they could have charged me, but they didn't shout out to my little church family <laughs> but but they saw what i was trying to do and i told them my vision and everything and they were like okay we're gonna just upgrade this this logo a little bit so that's how i have the logo that i have now and then um my boyfriend now he was into graphic design so that's how i got my secondary logo so that was part of the second
0: rebrand so yeah yeah I like to tell my business owners that you have to have two logos and sometimes you can have three you know there's the main logo that everybody's going to see then you're going to have your secondary logo and then sometimes you may have your 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 third um logo for me i have two i have two logos but the main logo that everybody see is that main logo that you see and so I designed everything I did my own rebranding I designed my logo I designed my website I did it all because I am also a graphic designer like your boyfriend I have been a graphic designer for more than 20 years okay. So when I came with my logo the main focus I wanted was number one I wanted it to be simple and number two, I wanted it to be a logo that everybody could remember. That way, when you see that logo, like you see Nike with the swoosh, you automatically know it's Nike. When you see that Kovo symbol, you automatically know who she is. Exactly. So that's how I came up with my logo. And my logo is uh, how can I say it? It's a statement that everybody knows. Like once you see that, you never forget it. <laughs> and right. that's the way, it, that was the intention of me creating my logo and that's the way I want it, that's the way I want it to be. I have people jumping in my DMs like, have you ever thought about rebranding? And I said, if I want to rebrand, I'll rebrand me. Thank you. There it is, (laughs) there it is. (laughs) Do you want to change your logo? No, no, I even had a lady try to take my logo. From at a vendor show. Oh my God. Right before the vendor show we was all in a group text um we was all in a group text and we was all introducing ourselves and we all had to introduce ourselves with our logo and I showcased my logo and she was like this is my logo and I said no it ain't I say so who did your logo oh well um so and so did my logo. no they didn't that is my logo my logo was branded everywhere and so I messaged the event organizer, and I told them, "This is my logo. You can go see it for yourself on this, 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 and this, because it's everywhere." Exactly. And they went and saw that that logo was everywhere. They told that lady, "No, that's not your logo." See that? No.
1: that
0: is. Mm-hmm. No. And so I was. And so I had people ask me, "Well, then, if that's the case, then have you gotten a trademark?" I will. Mm-hmm. trademark costs a lot of money too it, does. <laughs> it really does trademark has a lot of money but if you see that logo yeah. you're gonna find. yes don't <laughs> take like that logo i worked hard to put that logo together <laughs> you got that right that logo is branded everywhere it is on my cups it's on my my phone it is on my macbook it is on my website my social media platforms my blog it is everywhere it is on my clothing when it comes to my business it's on my business cards it is I even looking at this logo right here on my trash can no 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 ma'am I'm not here You cannot have that logo. Yeah, and I thought she was going to get away with it, too. No, I was, wait a minute. I was looking like, wait a minute. I said, something don't look right. I told my husband about it. He said, Nick, that's your logo. I said, yeah. He said, that lady got it. And I said, yeah. I said, I'm about to message these event organizer right now. Exactly. So they don't think that I'm trying to copy. And no, she's she's copying me. And thank the Lord, that lady did not show up. She didn't show up to the event. She pulled out two days before the event and said she wasn't. She was unable to do it. That's right. You are unable to do it because exactly. you didn't have that logo. Mm-mm. That logo has meaning. It has purpose. No, exactly. Especially if you don't know the history behind it, what it took to get to that. So mm-mm. Mm-mm. no. And my, my my logo has history. No, 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 no. So no. Mm -mm. very imperative if you're if you ever if you're in the process of rebranding make sure that you choose a logo that signifies who you are and you know make sure it's a logo that you like a lot of people we choose they choose logos just because they like the design of it choose a logo that resonates well with you that you can actually see this logo being used everywhere there yep. ain't nothing like choosing a logo that you can't brand that uh-huh. people cannot remember you for and so that's why my logo is the way it is i wanted a logo that people can remember me for i don't even if it is simple and now i have learned simple is best yes <laughs> yes simple is best so yes ma'am <laughs> Yes, and plus I want to say I love
1: because the first time I listened to your podcast when you were like, "Cup is a crush," I was like, "That is the cutest!" Like, I was like, "Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love that."
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I was like, "That's so genius!" Like. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have people looking at me crazy when they say, what's the name of your podcast? Koro is a crush. What? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What does that mean? Crush on yourself. I am Koro. I have a crush on me. I have a crush on my fashion, my beauty, and my faith. I am teaching you how to become your best selves through fashion, beauty, and faith. That means that through your fashion, you can dress the way you want to dress through your beauty you can make yourself as dolled up as you want to or if you want to look like a butch go right on ahead i don't care <laughs> as long as you happy with you and through your faith you should be able to learn how to express your faith authentically and with purpose and without anybody telling you how to worship the god that you serve that's why koro is what it is that's why i came up with the podcast name koro is a crush because i'm crushing on myself and i will crush on you that's yeah that's the that if people wanted, y'all wanted to know what does Koro is a crush mean, there you go right here. Because this is probably the only episode you'll hear me tell you why Koro is a crush in the meaning. <laughs> so for those who are listening to this episode, if you can tell me, if you send me a message in my DMs and tell me what does Koro is a crush mean, I'm actually going to challenge y'all. I'm challenging you right now. If you could tell me on this episode here, what Koro is a crush means because I didn't say it but once so you better hit that rewind button and record it and write it down take a picture I don't care what you do with it but if you can tell me in my DMs send me a message telling me what episode this is and what does Koro is a crush mean I will send you a gift voucher for $15 to shop in my store there it is because I don't tell nobody what Koro is a crush means You can't find it nowhere, and no, it's not going to be on my blog. So then you go to the website. You got to listen to this episode. There it is. <laughs> I don't tell nobody what it means <laughs> because people don't understand it. No, I want you to figure out what it means on your own. I'm sorry. I'm selfish. <laughs> you, got you got it right here, firsthand. Episode right here. This episode right here. If you listening to this episode, I will give you a $15 gift voucher from Koro. If you could tell me what Koro is a crush me. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Cause I have people asking me, but no, but I give them, I just tell them, you know, Koro is a crush and they give me this look like, okay. And they walk away. Cool. <laughs> right. And just miss the whole meaning. Just flew over their heads. So listen to the episodes. You should be able to figure it out right in the episodes. From all the episodes that I have, you, you should be able to figure out what "coro" is a crush mean. And if you don't, I'm sorry. Crush on yourself. That's all it means. Yeah. Crush on yourself. So yeah. now you you you're the only one that has ever said that they like the name of my podcast. <laughs> yes, because
1: why? Like, it was the first time I ever listened to your podcast after we met. I was like, well, let me just check out her podcast because I love a good podcast. And then as soon as I heard it, I was like, that is so cute. That is so cute and
0: genius. So yes, you definitely did that. Definitely. <laughs> that, 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 that's the Aquarian side of me. You know, we Aquarians are very bright, creative, and the smartest of the astrology signs. <laughs> Just put it out there. You can go do your research. All of y'all other the Scorpios and Aries and no, Aquarius. We are the most creative sign out here. And we are the thinkers and we are the smartest out of all of y'all. Sorry. And that's written. That ain't opinionated. That, is, that ain't strategized. That is that is statistically so. That's what it is. Sorry,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I love that because that's how um, on my main logo I have like Mikkel made for trendsetters. and because I wanted p- people to instantly know and get it. Like, okay. Who is this brand for? Made for trendsetters, there it is.
0: So you don't even have to ask. It's there, it's already right there. (laughs) That's perfect, that's perfect. Just like that's your model, my model is simple. Koro and underneath it, fashion, beauty, faith. The three pillars of what Koro means. That's that's basically what it is. Those are the fashion, beauty, and faith. Those are the three pillars of a person's life Mm -hmm. and their lifestyle, whatever lifestyle you choose. Your fashion, your beauty, and your faith. The fashion portion is the way you dress. The beauty is your self-care. The faith is whom you worship. That's all you need. There it is. I like that. Thank you. you come. All <laughs> Alrighty. Let's move along. So, I have um, a few more questions for you. Okay. Um, let me see here. Okay. So, as a business owner, being in business for actually almost uh you almost said two years right almost at two years it'll be two years july 13th cool beans okay so almost at that two-year marking period as an entrepreneur you know whenever we see profit we turn around and take profit and make buy something for ourselves to say yes. My business helped purchase this. My my business is growing, and I purchased this with my profit money with this with my share. Mm-hmm. So, what is the first big purchase? If you have, what is the first big purchase that you have ever made as an entrepreneur? Okay. Um. So, I have bought my
1: first surgery. Um, at the time, I only had um, my sewing machine, that was the only thing I had. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to just invest in myself, invest in my skills. So a surgery is like an overlock um, machine that it makes the inside of the garment look nice. Okay. And I was like, I need it. You know what, I'm going to invest in me, invest in myself, invest in my business, let's do it. So, I mean, it may not be much to other people but it was like close to four hundred dollars for a machine. So <laughs> I was like okay, I don't normally do this, but you know what? It's gonna serve a bigger purpose. That's <laughs> right. Uh yeah. <laughs> so definitely that was like the first big purchase I made. I was like, okay,
0: it's gonna it's gonna uh, reap the benefits of it. <laughs> yeah you get your money back out of that people don't realize when you invest in your business as as a large purchase like that and you sitting there contemplating whether or not you should get it no go ahead and get it because you will make your money back off of that my Mm -hmm. first lord have mercy my first big purchase for my business yeah okay jesus let me think on this one My (laughs) (laughs) my first big purchase for my business that I use out of my profit, I can honestly say was a retractable banner. I just bought yeah. it. Yeah. And I was happy. That may be small to somebody, but no. that was major for me. <laughs> Because I bought a regular banner that you can barely see in photos when I be taking pictures at vendor shows, I look at everybody else's stuff, and I'm like, oh, their banner's on their table, they got a runner, and look at this simple-ass banner I got that you can't hardly see. (laughs) So I turned around and told my husband, I'm buying myself a retractable banner. I don't know when I'm buying it, but I'm going to buy it. And... (laughs) This past weekend I did a vendor show mm-hmm. and they had a raffle and the raffle was for $200, first place two hundred, second dollars place $50, third place $25 yeah. and I was standing at somebody's table talking and a little girl came to, up to me and handed me a ticket and I said, baby this is the ticket I wrote but thank you, I, I knew she was getting ready to do the raffle and she said, no you won and I said, oh! What oh, <laughs> I win? I'm like, so so what did I win? You won first place. Girl, I took off running around the building. <laughs> I was running around. Yeah. I started shopping. I said, Y'all gonna make me go in this corner and shop today. $200, Jesus! Oh my goodness. I didn't even make $200 at the vendor show. So I heard God tell me that morning, to enter the raffle. Because at first I wasn't entering this raffle because it was, I i felt like this raffle is for customers, it's not for vendors. But I said, I heard Jesus say, enter that raffle today. I entered the raffle and he said you're gonna be blessed beyond measure and i said jesus i know i will whether <laughs> i make money from this or not i know i'm gonna be blessed regardless and i won that 200 first place hallelujah won't he do it <laughs> won't he do it i said to the lady i got me a retractable banner <laughs> i turned around and bought that retractable banner monday morning And I'm waiting for that sucker to come in this week. (laughs) I I got a vendor show next weekend. Well, there's not even a vendor show, but um, I'm being honored at a Black Author Showcase from my hometown. So I got a retractable banner for my Black Author Showcase next week. See, it's coming right in time. Right in time. Absolutely. And even though that may not seem like a big purchase to everybody, that was a big purchase for me because right. that is something that i was working hard towards trying to get and even though i will be hitting a year and a half in june i don't care i know what i generated last year in funds and yeah i could have bought a retractable band then, but that was not my focal point right that is now my focal point because i'm like i am now a published author i wrote my first book mm-hmm. and i needed something that can showcase to people that i wrote a book and mm-hmm. so when I designed my retractable banner, I didn't know what to put on it. Yeah. I said, uh, "Okay, my retractable banner is going to reflect what my business card is." Okay, we're going to add some more stuff up here. So I was able to read. The, I was able to design my retractable banner. I love it. I can't wait for that stuff to come in the mail. I think I'm gonna go live. I may go live. I don't know, but I was able to buy myself a retractable banner, and I was just as happy as I wanted to be. Yes. And I'm like, yo, this is awesome. And so my husband was like, Um, where's my retractable banner? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he always said what he say. That's all right. Go gets everything. Geece some Greats always falling by the wayside. Don't go there. <laughs> I, I bought you out. Don't you ever forget that. I bought your business out when I was I bought his business out the early part of the ending of last year and i started in his business back in 2016 working for him (laughs) no you all right (laughs) you might get one for christmas who knows there you go (laughs) let me bask in my glory
1: because i work and i think it's so important that we bask in like those moments like even if it seems small to everybody else no that's big for us Absolutely. just to have like those little wins listen
0: it means the world it really does oh yeah so this means the world to me and i'm gonna bask in my glory mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should and i will i really am i'm waiting for that thing to come in i am i'm waiting on it to come in it's to coming today hopefully Ooh. i'm, to I'm the excited party i'm excited for you i appreciate it so <laughs> all right so i i got two more questions for you okay um let me see you may have answered one of these questions already so i'm going to ask the next question that follows um what advice would you give to a young woman thinking about starting her own business now mind you you said earlier that you was in the process of looking for a mentor that wasn't able to help you so with everything that you have learned now excuse me what advice could you pass along to someone else that is getting ready to start her own business or even so much as starting a business in your industry yeah um first I will definitely tell that person that if they want to work
1: with me or even want to like you know, just come to me personally for advice. They can hit me up and um, my DMs at Nikhil the Brand. I listen. If I have information that will help you, I don't mind. Don't mind at all. But uh, generally speaking, I would definitely say um, don't wait. Just go ahead and do it. Um, you don't have to wait till all your ducks are in a row or it would be the perfect time. Just step out on faith and do it. That's what I did. Um, I was like, you know, I believe in this. God didn't give me this vision for nothing. So, you know, let's walk it out. And always believe in your brand. Nobody else is going to believe in it unless you believe in it first. You may have challenges. You may go through more downs than ups but just know that you will get to where you need to be and timing is everything so trust the process and just know that your brand will succeed even if it's hard right now so
0: yeah all righty all righty you heard it from the queen herself she (laughs) dropped the thumbs all over the place so make sure that y'all are taking note and my last question for you how can people reach you if they wanted to order from you or even if they just wanted to support and follow you
1: yeah so if you want to follow me you can go on Instagram what what well, we got Instagram YouTube TikTok Facebook <laughs> I got almost every social media uh, platform go to at the brand for all the social media Then, if you want to go on the website, that is nikelles.com, www.n-i-q-u-e-l-l-e-s.com. You can subscribe to my newsletters. Um, I send out uh, my newsletters weekly, so I normally give out um, special deals just for my subscribers that other people may not get. Um, You can also email me at nikelles at yahoo.com if you have a personal question. So there's plenty of ways to get in contact with me. Um, like I said before, if you have a question about fashion or want to know how to sew or anything like that, listen, I'll be a little pin pal. Just, you know, reach out and, you know, I'll pass on the information.
0: Cool beans, cool beans. I'm so honored that you decided to join me on the podcast for today I I greatly appreciate it thank you for having me absolutely (laughs) absolutely all right so now we're coming down into the portion of our podcast now we have added on a new um portion it's called the closing remarks and so my closing remarks for y'all today is this I've always been fascinated by the role that fashion plays in our cultural landscape it's a way for us to express ourselves but it's also a way for us to explore our own identities And I think that's why it's so important for Black people to have a voice in this industry. The history of Black fashion designers have been one filled with struggle and triumph. When we look at the earliest examples of Black fashion designers in America, it wasn't until the late 1950s that we really started to see them emerge on a large scale. And while they were able to achieve some success early on, they were still facing many challenges from racism and discrimination to simple difficulties in finding funding and support for their businesses. But despite these challenges, these designers persevered because they had an incredible passion for what they were doing and their work continues to inspire us all today. So what have we learned today? Number one, black designers are an important part of the fashion industry and they're not going anywhere, okay? Number two, There are plenty of black fashion designers who have been working hard for years, and it's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. And number three, if you've never heard of these designers before, the designers that I mentioned uh, um, beforehand, now is the time to check them out. They're going to make your wardrobe look amazing, and you'll feel great wearing it too. All righty. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast for today. Before we leave out, y'all know my favorite, favorite, favorite part of the um of the episodes where I get to pray over our guest host and make sure that everything that she or he wants in their business will come to light. So if you don't mind, we are getting ready to pray. For those who are in the podcast world, if you are in your home or wherever, make sure that you are bowing your heads and make sure that we are all minds are clear um, as we pray. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up this morning. Thank you so much for allowing us to see another one of your glorious days. Father, as I ask that you please forgive us for any sins that have been committed, um, um, that we commit on our own for every day that we fall the short of the glory of your glory but that we know that through grace and mercy you continue to keep blessing us now father on today i ask for you to continue to bless Nikkel's um, and her and the business that she has and the fact that she is operating it in the manner that you have it operated. Continue to keep your hand on hold to her, Father, as she continues to keep fulfilling the mission that you have upon her. Now, Father, I ask for you to continue to keep Ukraine in prayer. Continue to be the stronghold that they need for you to be out there, Father. And also help out the Russian families that are going through it as well. It's not just Ukraine that is suffering. Russian families are also suffering as well, Father. So I ask for you to continue to keep doing what it is that you are doing, Father. Continue to minister on to us. Continue to keep ministering to my people. Continue to keep giving me the fuel for me to bless others the way that you want them to be blessed, Father. And continue to keep blessing me, Father, as I continue to keep this ministry um, this ministry going, that I continue to keep reaching your people and in and your masses, Father. And Lord, even though sometimes I get a little tongue-tied when I'm praying to you, but know that all of the glory does not come it does not come to us we do not receive the glory that all the glory remains with you father in jesus name i pray amen amen all right thank you so much for joining me on our episode tune in on next week where um we will have another guest on our episode we're just going to Hey, ownership to anybody and everybody that wants to become a guest host so if you know of anybody that wants to be a guest host let me know tell them to send me a message in the dms on instagram or they can also send an email to coro crush podcast at gmail.com once again coro crush podcast at gmail.com thank you so much for joining me on today um markel yes thank you thank you for having me I greatly appreciate it, and y'all, y'all know how it is. This is your girl, Neek Austin. I'm signing off. Peace, and be blessed. Hey, hey, it's Neek Austin here, the host of Koro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I'll also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Koro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopkoro.com. Book your ads by today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.